How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 65 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. That's my name. And uh, today we are brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and enter the code Locked On, and you get $10 off your first box. This week they also have special flavors, including my favorite, uh, Blueberry Lemon. So uh, go give them a shout out and, uh, you know, click on their website and go around. Uh, today we're, we're talking about the news, and the news is not fun. Um, we're going to talk about the A's and what they've been doing uh, today, Tuesday, uh, with not paying players and not uh, furloughing employees and doing all that stuff and how they're rooted in Oakland somehow still. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. So I'm going to run down, you know, basically what's happened in the first segment. Second segment, there's uh, there's going to be some swears. So you've been warned. Um, but before we get into all the news, uh, please follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at by Jason B on Twitter. You can also email us at locked on athletics at gmail.com uh, with any questions you might have uh, and all that stuff. So basically I'm going to read from Alex coffee's report in the athletic um, just so, you know, it's very clear as to what has happened today and all of the shenanigans and uh, all that stuff. So, from Alex Coffee in The Athletic, uh, A's employees were informed on Tuesday that they will be receiving pay cuts or furloughs uh, beginning June 1st via a series of department calls, first reported by Ken Rosenthal. Uh, later Tuesday, ESPN reported that the A's informed their players on minor league contracts, those are players that aren't on the 40-man roster, that they will not be paid their $400 a week stipend after May. That's the one that really got me heated because uh, I ran some math and, you know, I, I did it wrong. Uh, so I, I I tweeted it out and I was like, ah, and then I was like, oh, it's that's per week, not per month. I did the math wrong. I quote tweeted uh, Jeff Passan a little bit later. He says that it's basically one million dollars to pay these guys through the end of their season, which it would be, you know, through August. Uh, one million dollars. Jeff John Fisher, he's worth two point three billion dollars. That is 0.05% of his net wealth. If you are making $60,000 a year, it's $30. $30. That's the equivalent that he will not pay to keep all of these minor leaguers under contract and, you know, happy and good. He's like, nah, I'm a cheap bastard. Which actually reminds me, I'm definitely going to be doing a profile on how he gained his wealth through, you know, basically starting up Gap and all that stuff, and uh, where his money comes from and why he is so cheap for no apparent reason. Uh, I'm going to do some digging on that. Hopefully I'll have that for you guys tomorrow. Uh, it will probably in entail a decent amount of research. So uh, I want to, you know, do him justice while also being a little bit biased because he's a jerk when it comes to my baseball team. So uh, it'll be fun. Um, so anyways... Minor leaguers are still going to receive their benefits, so, you know, they still get dental. I guess that's cool, but, you know, dentist offices aren't open, so, oh well. Um, so, sweet benefits, bro. Um, we, we don't know if they're eligible for unemployment yet, so that sucks, um, obviously. Um, I, I do want to do something for the minor leaguers. I don't know what, but, you know, baseball's my passion. I love baseball, and uh, I, I would like to start up a GoFundMe. I'm not connected to a bunch of minor leaguers. Um, but I mean, you know, something to provide them with money. Cause I mean, I feel like the community could do that. If everybody pitched in like five bucks, we could take care of some minor leaguers. It'd be fine. Um, yeah, but that's for another day. 
In the article, David Forrest is quoted as saying, uh, this was a difficult decision, and it's one that comes at a time when a number of our full-time employees, blah, 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 uh, and for all of this, I'm sorry. I feel bad for David Forrest. I know that he's one of the guys that, you know, uh, will probably have his pay cut, and they're having him, you know, talk to people, which, not ideal, because, you know, I mean, he's the GM, but... I mean, still, it feels like uh, the owner's decision, the owner should have to do all of the talking for all of this stuff. Uh, that's just my opinion, because uh, own up to your own decisions if that's what you're going to do. Uh, anyways, meanwhile, full-time employees were told that furloughs or pay cuts could be in effect through uh, October 31st, but that the prospective end date is fluid and subject to change depending on the pandemic situation. Employees were also told that while layoffs are not imminent, they are with, uh, within the realm of possibility. And, uh, you know, things could change in the next uh, few months, and it could be shorter, it could be longer. We don't know yet. Uh, basically, the one that really got me was that the A's are not going to be paying their minor league players, which is just crazy. I, I don't understand that. They're also furloughing, you know, a bunch of scouts uh, right after the draft. They're like, hey, you, you did your thing, and we now have all these assets that are super underfunded. You know, uh, not underfunded. They are, we got them below market value because you know, uh, COVID-19. So we get to sign all of these people for very little money, which is a baseball asset. I'm reading a book on it by uh, Kyle McDaniel and Travis Ochek, I think. Um, it's digital. I don't get to see the cover. So I, I lose the author's names. Uh, um, anyways, yeah, uh, undervalued or, you know, players that you don't have to pay a lot for, obviously. Uh, that's something that the A's love. That's why they have, you know, the Chapmans and Olsons and all those guys. And then when they hit arbitration, they trade them. That's something we've become accustomed to. It sucks. Um, so they get to just r get more assets here in like a month. And they're like, or two weeks. Uh, and they're like, hey, you know what? The guys that uh, helped us get these assets, you can be furloughed for a few months. It's fine with me because assets... All right, so I skipped a couple of paragraphs on the article, uh, and they, uh, Alex Coffey says, On a separate call on Tuesday afternoon, uh, the specific group of non-furloughed employees was informed that while they haven't been furloughed yet, another round of furloughs might be coming. Uh, so, and, and that might be sooner rather than later. So, hey, you, uh, it, you survived this round, but guess what? You get to still live on edge because we're unpredictable. We don't save money for anything. And therefore, you gotta pay the bill. It's stupid. I really, I mean, I think that I've said this before on the podcast, but in any business, you have a rainy day fund. I have a rainy day fund. I'm just one person. I don't run a whole, you know, multi-billion dollar business. They couldn't afford to have like a few million dollars laying around for paying people. That, that'd be nice. Also, you know how you keep good people in your service or, you know, in employment, employed, blah, um, you keep good employees by, you know, making them feel safe. And by safe, I mean like financially and, you know, uh, secure and able to do things that they want. You know, buy a house if you can afford one in this market. Um, do things that just make them want to be with your team and your franchise and your company and all of that stuff. That's how you get people to do more. That's why you see, you know, tech companies with, you know, uh, massage parlors or whatever. I don't work at a tech company, so I don't know what actually goes on in there. But uh, it sounds great having, you know, a personal barista that will make you coffee at any time of day. And that's how you get people to, you know, produce output for you and make them excited to come to work. And uh, if you're furloughing employees, that's not how you get people excited to come to work for you at all. Um, also, while I was recording this, I got an alert that uh, 
John Hickey of he's now with uh, Sports Illustrated. He released an article just a few minutes ago saying that in an email that they obtained from uh, A's management to everybody uh, that minor leaguers are not going to be paid after March 31st. And they are also not allowed to look for jobs elsewhere uh, in with other teams, even though they're not getting paid, which, as he brought up, seems like a uh, something to do with the reserve clause there where you can't just keep players if you're not paying them because that's stupid. But uh, he also brought up that minor league players don't have a union so therefore they are not protected by the reserve clause so uh that'll be fun i think that we should uh get minor leaguers a union that would be great uh i have a lot more rant going on uh here but first i need to talk to you guys about built bar built bar as i mentioned before is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar they are delicious i really enjoy them uh i am having seconds of the uh coconut cream that one, I think, is my favorite so far. Uh, and, oh, I like the cherry one, too. That one was really good. Um, yeah, so basically, Built Bar, uh, this week, they are giving you guys $5 extra off. So you're getting $15 off. You don't even need the code for the 5 but you get uh, an extra $10 off, so the 15 uh, if you use code LOCKEDON at checkout if, on your first order at BuiltBar.com. So in the show notes, I will put a link to BuiltBar.com. Go there, click the link. You get $5 off automatically for your any purchase today. Uh, and then you type in the code locked on. You get an extra 10. And so uh, you're, you're getting a box for 23 bucks. That ain't bad. They also have limited release flavors. So you can build your own box. Put some of those flavors in there. Uh, yeah, go over there. Do your thing, you guys. And uh, ha- have some fun. Get a built bar. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid. In, it, in this reflective and inspirational memoir, the legendary Willie May shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field. Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or looking for the perfect Father's Day gift, 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 today wherever audiobooks are sold. So getting back into what has been a wonderfully fun day, uh, n- uh, that's super sarcasm. This day has sucked as an A's fan for sure, because uh, I like to believe that they are, you know, that corporations can be nice people sometimes. Obviously, John Fisher is proving that uh, he is not a good person uh, through all of his actions. Uh, this is, you know, my pre-doing research on how John Fisher made his billions of dollars, but I'm going to go with uh, he kind of sucks. That's my, uh, that's my, that's what I'm going in with right now. Um, so this is a general baseball statement. Uh, I know that the A's ballpark would be privately funded, but they have not built it yet. So that is to be seen, but generally baseball ballparks are funded by taxpayer dollars. And, uh, you know, Miami is the big one that, you know, it's the most recent, I think that was, uh, taxpayer funded. I'm not sure about Atlanta or Texas, their new one, but in general, baseball ballparks are taxpayer funded, which is silly. And uh, that tide has been turning, which is why the A's were going to privately fund theirs. We still don't know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the fact that those are taxpayer funded, and that is where the owners receive most of their revenue stream from owning a team, according to them, apparently, is 
seemingly very silly. They don't have to put any money in to build this structure that makes them billions of dollars every year. Come on, that doesn't seem to add up at all, does it? Uh, maybe if they would open up their books and we could find out, you know, what their actual expenses are and how they actually make their money, then uh, then we could all get on the same page and be like, hey, this is how we should go about things. But uh, that's not what's going on at all. Um, so I feel like uh, from here on out, if they're going to keep trying to screw over the players and keep all the money for themselves and, you know, cut uh, furlough employees that, you know, the regular human beings in our lives that, you know, happen to work for baseball teams, which is an awesome job. But still, uh, if you're making $60,000 and you're getting furloughed at, you know, at 10% of your salary or whatever, that's a big deal. Uh, maybe we should stop uh, paying for their friggin' stadiums because... That seems like a stupid idea or a stupid tradition to keep going. Um, so yeah, that's my take on that. Uh, I'm anti-owner at this point. Uh, on most cases, I there was a, a Twitter conversation I was having with somebody, and they were saying, you know what, I, I take each case as it comes. I'm not, you know, always anti-owner, and I appreciate that, you know, uh, for politics and whatever the case is. You, you take it case by case. I also can't think of one where I'd be on the side of the owners. Um, maybe there's a time when the, uh, the players are being douches, but maybe not too. So when that time comes, I will be honest about it, but it has not happened. So screw it. Um, anyways, uh, other news, uh, as we mentioned last week, the A's didn't pay their rent in April. So that's fun. They're furloughing employees and they're also not paying minor leaguers after May 31st, uh, at what would be literally no money to the owner almost no money. Um, so, you know, this whole rooted in Oakland thing, I think is a scam at this point. I, I don't believe it anymore. Um, and I am a huge A's fan. I have an A's podcast. Uh, I tweet mostly about the A's and, uh, I'm starting to lose faith. I don't know what I would do. I don't know if I can root for another team or any of that. Uh, but I'm thinking about things now and that's not fun at all. Um, so, I mean, I, I just don't know. A am I alone in this? Am I acting a little bit uh, crazy? Maybe. Maybe it's uh, everything that's going on. I, who's to say? Um, but I think it's just ridiculous that if you're going to say, we are rooted in Oakland, we are here for the community, to not pay you know minor leaguers $400 a week. That's nothing. Come on. I really... This is honestly what I feel, what I want to happen. I think this is best case scenario is because of this and how A's ownership has handled all of the COVID-19 furloughs and everything. I, I feel like Commissioner Manfred, not that he's going to do anything because he's, you know, a sucker, but I feel like he would have grounds to take the team away from John Fisher and be like, no, we're going to do something where the, the owner will take care of the employees. I feel like I, I don't know how this stuff works legally at all, but I feel like they would have a case and uh, you know, maybe that's the silver lining. Maybe something better happens out of this. Probably not because uh, I've seen how 2020 has been rolling and uh, 2020 hates us. But at the risk of uh, rambling too much in the coming minutes, uh, I think I'm going to call it right here. I uh, I basically went off the cuff for most of this. I know that I read some of Alex Coffey's article on The Athletic and you know talked about some of the stuff, but that was to give you guys a basis of uh, what we were talking about. Most of this was just uh, 
emotions and you know things that just aren't right and in this time of a pandemic where everybody's hurting i feel like if you have the means to help somebody you should help them and uh that's maybe that's just how i feel maybe i'm alone i don't know uh hopefully i'm not because we'd be screwed but um yeah so really i'm gonna do this deep dive uh probably start some research tonight and get to it tomorrow but um Yeah, basically all I want to say is take care of each other, you guys. And uh, if you have a way that we can help minor leaguers, I am on board. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's get these guys some living wages. Uh, We have minor leagues over here saying that they've made $5,600 since last, like, November. That's nothing. And and I know that not everybody lives in the Bay Area, but a little bit over $5,000 to live off of for, was that, five, six months? It's nothing. Come on. We can do better than this. So, uh... Be good to each other, Oakland. And while you're waiting for the next podcast, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. And I will talk with you guys soon.